the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Today with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick and my co-host Larry Dersham and I have a phenomenal show for you tonight. And we're going to start big with two amazing guests. Larry, why don't you tell our listeners who we have on the line? Sure, Wendy. We're fortunate to have with us today both the director and producer of the new movie Wake Up which is a feature-length film previewing this month in theaters nationwide about the scourge of human sex trafficking in the United States. Janet Craig is the film's director and is an accomplished actress, screenwriter, and movie director who has also played on the professional tennis circuit where she achieved world rankings in both singles and doubles. Kristen Wise is one of the producers, and she's a mother of four, in addition to being a foster mother of a number of kids. As a foster parent, she has personally witnessed the damage sex trafficking does to children and has developed a passion for fighting to end this crime against humanity. Welcome to the program, Janet and Kristen. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So we're going to talk to each of you, but Janet, I have to say I grew up uh, on the tennis court as well, played for my high school and uh, nowhere near as accomplished as you are. Um, but one of the things that I really wondered when I was looking at your bio, your resume and the great work you're doing, what led you to become an advocate for the type of work that you do? God bless you for the kind of work that you do. And how did you get into that? Oh, wow. Well, thank you, Wendy. Um and I'd love to play tennis sometime. I don't get to play as much as I want to anymore. I would not um, like to play tennis with you. It would be embarrassing and humiliating. <laughs> you are way too good. <laughs> I, know. Um, I, I really have felt a call to foster kids. Um, when my husband and I first got married, we wanted to adopt. And we ended up um, having three kids uh, very close together, three to a newborn. And at that point thought, okay, well, maybe our hands are too full. But about 13 years ago, I felt the call again to foster. And so I uh, went into um, foster care as a training program for that and really was excited about um, how we might be able to be involved in the community in a way that would help kids. And ultimately, we were able to adopt through foster care, which was really amazing. And so some of the inspiration came from that. And then our oldest daughter, when she was 16, invited us to go to a fundraiser for an organization called Forever Found for her 16th birthday. And we heard the first story of this beautiful, articulate young woman tell about being trafficked 
And at that moment, I knew that I had to do something to help fight trafficking. So these are two passions that came together because foster youth are the most exploited in trafficking in America. And so it became a movie about both those passions of mine, both fighting trafficking and helping foster youth. Well, uh, Kristen, this one is for you. I understand that human trafficking is a huge multi-billion dollar business worldwide, right up there with illegal drugs and firearms trafficking. How large is a business of sex trafficking here in the United States and worldwide? Oh, thank you, Larry. You know, it is, it's horrific, isn't it? It is. Yes. I don't know the exact number because Janet and I have read so many things. We've been told so many things and statistics change. And I, I believe it's underreported because often the girls and boys don't even realize they're being trafficked. Um, you know, sometimes it starts with some guy really paying close attention to you and saying flattering things and buying you a cell phone and kind of whining and dining you. Um, and they truly think, um, as you would see, as you saw in the film, that they're the one they love. And so it is a multi-billion dollar industry. We know that for sure. And, you know, you can sell a drug one time. But you can sell a person over and over and over, sadly, multiple times a day. And so, and there's a demand for it, right? There wouldn't be a industry if there wasn't a demand. And sadly, there is a big demand for it. A lot of that is through pornography. And a lot of folks, yeah, you, oh, well, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say that that's one of the things that I'm so glad you're discussing because not a lot of people appreciate the extent to which that's exactly true. You're talking about the reuse of human beings as I mean, as commodities. And, you know, one of the things I usually call it in connection with um, what you've described is it's emotional chains, which are often stronger than physical chains. And when some of these young women often have a chance to leave, they don't because, as you mentioned, they're either in love with the trafficker, they've been led and promised to believe this new, better life that they're going to have. Um, and I don't think the general public realizes the extent to which that keeps these women in bondage. And let's, that's, as you say, let's call it what it is. It's slavery and bondage. One of the questions I had is, you know, when talking about distributing this new movie, Wake Up, and getting it into theaters, what has that been like? You know, it, it's, it's so great to see education really being pursued around some of these very, very important public issues. I'm going to toss this one to Janet. This is so her world, and she has worked every <laughs> day on seven and a half years, and um, I'll probably butcher it, so I'm going to give that one to Janet. It's been an exciting wild ride. <laughs> we haven't had it. We have had an exciting wild ride. Uh, Kristen and I jumped in her sprinter van and traveled across the country this last month for National Trafficking Awareness Month, um, where we were able to go to communities that we knew had frontline advocates. And our goal was to show the movie in these pre-release premieres during National Trafficking Awareness Month um, with some local uh, frontline advocates. We found people on the front lines that were law enforcement, uh, foster organizations, anti-trafficking organizations, judges, just all sorts of people that care. Um, Aetna came on board as a, as a local, as a national sponsor for us because they do behavioral health and help with kids that have been trafficked. And so it was a community coming together for each of these screenings where we were able to show the film and then have a panel afterwards with people that we could plug the community into. 
and we found that it was really exciting to see what great work is going on around the country and how people really are um, able to plug in with some wonderful organizations and, in, and with their community. So we're hoping that we continue to be able to take this globally where we can plug in because this is happening in every neighborhood all around the world. And we'd love to be able to see people um, plug in with great organizations on the front lines where they live or with people that are coming alongside and doing good work. Well, I know you can't see me right now, but I am wearing a wake up T-shirt. We were fortunate enough, my wife and I, to view it when it came to San Diego. It is an amazing film. Everybody should see it. I love the soundtrack. I love the acting. And it just really pointed to all the problems with this sex human trafficking. And one of the things that fascinates me is the the pornography. And you had a young lady there. I think she's a was a traffic victim, and now she's very articulate. And she was saying, like, in pornography, something like, if you're seven, anybody in a pornography film that's 17 years or younger is 100% guaranteed a trafficking prisoner or a victim of that. And it's, it's such a terrible thing that's going on with the pornography. And even people that are purchasing this, like doctors, like uh, lawyers and, and everything, it's just, and the Internet has not helped the internet regarding this, has it? No. Um, Rachel C. Thomas is who you're referring to. She is a um, presidential appointing appointee to the National Anti-Trafficking Advisory Board. Very well-spoken, beautiful survivor, um, as you mentioned, and she is part of our film. And yes, she has let us know that most of the adults in the pornography films or videos, whatever, and 100% of the kids 17 and under have been trafficked. So if somebody is watching porn, even if they don't go purchase a girl or go, you know, meet up with them, just watching it is funding this horrible industry. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, and I think it's really important to um, for that to be known. You know, that's a, I'm so glad you bring that up because it is true. Some people don't recognize that pornography is not a victimless crime, as they say. It's something that is fueling a lot of what's going on in this industry. And, you know, it's also good to point this out because many people, when they hear trafficking, they think of the movie Taken. Remember where you've got those two college girls mm-hmm. that are snatched uh, from the street and are actually st- snatched from their actual hotel room? You think about it that way. You think about, you know, a van with no windows circling and, and preying upon young women walking home from school, but actually many young women and men are trafficked by people they know, everyone from family members to friends to acquaintances. Um, How do people find out more about you? Well, our website is officialwakeupmovie.com where we have um, some of the information about the organizations that we're making the film for and some information. Rachel Thomas is on there with some educational opportunities there as well. So we have um, we'll keep updating that, and then they can follow us on social media, which is also the links are on our website as well. Excellent. Well, we want to thank you so much, ladies, for being with us today. That was just fascinating discussion. That was great. We want to thank you for all of the hard work that you're doing to keep our community safe and to keep our precious young people safe and to educate everybody about what human trafficking really is, what it looks like, how to recognize it, how to report it. So thank you very much for joining us. And to our listeners, stick around. Don't touch that dial. We are coming right back with more of Today with Dr. Wendy. We will be back in a flash. 
News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick. Okay, so we're going to um, soften it up, lighten it up a little bit here on the second half. Um, And we're going to go to the movies just briefly now that we actually can go to the movies again. Um, But we are going to talk about uh, what used to be true when you went to the movies when you were growing up. Now, some young people listening may not remember this, but Larry and I grew up in a day and age where you wanted to make sure you got to the movie theater on time because before your feature film, you had previews, previews of coming attractions, movies that were going to be coming to a theater near you. Remember that, Larry? That's what they used to say. Sure do. And it was always a big deal. You had to, you know, get there early, get in line, get your popcorn and your candy. You had to be in your seat by the time the movie was set to start because you wanted to see those previews. They geared the previews, no doubt, towards the type of people that would be going there to see the feature film. So it was always something that I knew I would want to see. Well, uh, fast forward, let's just say 30 years, right? Larry, let's, let's, make a, let's make ourselves sound a little younger than we are. Now we call them trailers and they're online and we watch trailers to decide whether or not to see a film. Well, what do you do if you watch a trailer to a movie that sounds interesting and in the trailer is featured one of your favorite actresses and so you buy the movie because you are looking forward to seeing her in the trailer you know i mean sound look like you know it's going to be a good movie because she's in it and lo and behold she's actually not in the movie do you think that's a problem larry uh, it could be a problem. Yeah. And first of all, the movie we're talking about is no, yesterday. No, uh, no, n- no, not no, yet. No, okay. No, no. Uh, yeah, I think it, it, it could be a problem. But I would just say that, um, you know, a lot of times they'll release trailers months before the final product reaches the theaters and changes can happen to the script and even actors and actresses can drop out or drop in. Uh, but how would you feel if you uh, watched a trailer and uh, then bought the movie and the actress that you expected that you really liked to see in the movie wasn't in there? Do you think that's worthy of a lawsuit? I don't. I, 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 okay. I don't. Not me. All right. <laughs> I think uh, I think when I spoke to you yesterday about this, you said you thought maybe it was worthy of a, a big box of popcorn and a large drink. Okay. Well, what I'm going to queue up for you today is this actually was the topic of a lawsuit. And as Larry said, it was a movie called Yesterday, which is about the Beatles. It sounds like a delightful movie. And, you know, the irony of this whole story is most of us wouldn't even know about it were it not for the fact that two fans that bought the movie on Amazon for $3.99 were very upset that the actress, Ana de Armas, who was featured in the trailer, is actually not in the movie. As it turns out, she was originally going to be in the movie as the third point of a love triangle, but then the plot was changed. So the question then becomes, can you bring a lawsuit? And by the way, it's a class action lawsuit. Can you justifiably bring a lawsuit if you watch a movie trailer, uh, get excited, you know, because you see one of your favorite actors or actresses in the trailer, 
only to find out that that person is not in the movie. So this is a consumer protection class action. And what it's alleging is that the defendants, Universal um, Pictures, basically engaged in false and misleading advertising. But Larry, you bring up um, a good point when I was discussing this with you about, you know, would you be upset that sometimes it is true, plots change and plans change. But should there be a sort of a time limit on how long that goes on before maybe the trailer should change too? I I would say, well, no, I, I would just stick with my thought that, you know, if the trailer is a little bit different than the movie, if it was totally different, that would be that would be something if the movie was totally different than the trailer portrayed. But just to have an actor or actress drop out between the trailer and the feature length film is not worthy of a lawsuit. And by the way. Yesterday is one of my favorite movies of all time. I've watched You've it. You've seen it. I've awesome. watched it twice. <laughs> and if you love the Beatles and the Beatles music, you will love this film. And it's about really briefly uh, this guy. He's a struggling musician. He's uh, plays in a small coastal town in Suffolk, England, and to small, tiny crowds. And I can really identify with that. <laughs> Tiny crowds. Well, you're, a, you're a rock star, too, though, Larry. You play the guitar and the drums. Exactly. But then all of a sudden, there's something happens. An electrical storm happens worldwide, and everybody forgets about the Beatles. And all of a sudden, he's singing the Beatles music. And they're saying, how did you write all those tunes? It's just a beautiful story, just to throw that in. But uh, No, and you know, it's, it's a good thing you did tell the, the viewers what it's about, because that was going to be my next question. It's a delightful plot. And it sounds like, you, you know, according to you, it's a great movie. But let's say you didn't know much about that. Let's say you you didn't know much about the plot. You maybe weren't a huge Beatles fan, but maybe you're a huge fan of Ana de Armas. And she was, she's actually very popular. She was the, the most recent Bond girl in the last James Bond movie that came out. Let's say that um, you wanted to see the movie only because it looked like she was in it. Now, let me also point out, she had a very small role in the trailer and her name wasn't in the credits. So there's an issue, is there not, of, well, could you reasonably have relied on this actress playing a very bit role in the trailer? Was it reasonable to then believe she would be a large part of the the movie, especially since her name wasn't listed in the credits? They're accusing Universal of engaging in deceptive marketing. Now, get this. These two gentlemen, they're located in different parts of the country. I don't know how they got together to, to do this class action, but they each paid $3.99 each on Amazon Prime to watch this movie. And for that, they're suing for $5 million. Uh, it just doesn't add up in my mind. And it, it's just not fair to the picture company. Uh, so I would just say I would... I would give them, like I said, the free popcorn and maybe some uh, passes to Amazon Prime. And then I would ask for a summary judgment and just throw this well, whole lawsuit out. But what they're trying to do is the five million dollars they're asking for. They're trying to get a class certified of everybody that watched the movie under these false pretenses. But one of the challenges they're going to face is, you know, did everybody decide to buy that movie simply because this actress was in it? What they were basically claiming is, you know, the movie couldn't have been ad ad adequately promoted otherwise, and that's why they used her. Anyway, it's an interesting suit. You can see there's sort of merits on either side, and I can't wait to see where it goes. But, uh, Larry, speaking of um, things that people can sue for, I understand you've got some interesting uh, evidence on your docket today as well. Right. Yeah, I just call this the mandate madness. I don't know if you've been picking this up on the news, but actually... I. 
uh, there's a trucker, kind of a convoy up in Canada. And the truckers up there are organizing to fight the vaccine mandates. They started in Vancouver. They're driving to Ottawa, the government seat of, of Canada, to protest. And there's there's thousands of trucks. And uh, and so so this is still affecting us. And, and they had a um, a rally on the Washington Mall on Sunday, January 23rd. I know that was a week ago. But Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he's the uh, son of Bobby Kennedy Jr., was one of the featured speakers and they were protesting the vaccine mandates. And he said, this is so key. Nobody in history of the planet has ever complied their way out of a totalitarian control. Every capitulation is a signal to the oppressors to impose new forms of torment or torture. Well, that's pretty strong language, but that's coming from a very high-level person. And also at the rally, they had Dr. Malone. He said the dangers of the COVID shots are are very serious. But I wanted to bring this point up. Uh, I have friends, actually lawyer friends, that said, well, you know, if, if something happens with the vaccine, you can always sue them, right? And the unfortunate truth is, no, you can't. And uh, just quickly, there's a National Childhood Vax, uh, Vaccine Injury Act of 1986 that was signed by Ronald Reagan that protects uh, vaccine manufacturers uh, from being sued. But it doesn't apply to the COVID because it has to be on a list like flu shots would be covered under that. But there is something new, and it's called the PREP Act. The PREP Act is, stands for the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act, and it was signed by George Bush in 2005. And basically, when the Secretary of Health and Human Services declares that there's an emergency, the vaccines they give you in that emergency, you cannot sue the companies that made the vaccines. And the Secretary has so declared. He's declared it an emergency. So if something happens to somebody, uh, whether it's the myocarditis, the periocarditis, or worse, uh, you can't sue at this point. And that, in my opinion, needs to be changed. Because if you check the VAERS database, there have been a number of injuries and deaths caused by these vaccines. And people need to be compensated for that. And furthermore, they shouldn't mandate something that's still experimental and still that dangerous. Well, it's interesting, this conversation that we uh, are having globally, you know, this is really something that's gone on all over the world. One of the most fascinating things about it, you know, I'm going to end with a silver lining. Um, First of all, it shows that we're all vulnerable, which means, guess what? We're all the same, shared humanity. Uh, One of the other things is we have to rely on each other to try to figure out what's the latest and greatest information. And we do that collectively by really educating ourselves as best we can. We have collectively followed the science together as a global community for two years. Masks on, masks off. Is it airborne? Is it is it just, uh, you know, um, can you get it off of a surface? How long does it stay in a room? How long are you contagious? I mean, it's been one thing after another. And that's what we're going to have to continue to do, working together to make sure that we learn as much as we can about how to keep each other safe and any way we can find what unites us rather than what divides us. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't our love for each other, our children and our communities be enough to figure out how to continue to work together? I know. Eternal optimist. Glass is always half full. Amen. I like it. Glass is all the way full. I like it. I know you agree with that. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope you agree as well. We'll be back next week. Have a great, safe weekend. You are listening to Today with Dr. Wendy. Headlines with a silver lining. Have a great week and God bless you. 
Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.